You are Locked On the NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello. I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL podcast. I am at Williamson NFL on Twitter. Feel free to drop me a line there anytime. We have Twitter Tuesday coming up. I'm sure many of you didn't expect to hear from me. Happy Father's Day on Father's Day. Um, But here's my situation, and so I figured I'd take a quick 20 minutes or so break from my Father's Day festivities and uh, chat with you guys a little bit, because tomorrow, our community, and I have a 10 and 12-year-old, it's Kennywood Day, and Kennywood, for you non-Pittsburghers, is a uh, kind of a historic um, amusement park that every year these guys go, my kids go with there, and they see all their uh, classmates there, and it's a blast, and it's an all, needless to say, though, I will be taking them, and it is an all-day endeavor. Um, so I don't think I will get the opportunity, weather aside, to chat with you guys. But with the assistance of the folks over at Football Outsiders, who I've talked about a lot, and I'm a big fan of, I wanted to talk about a couple of the stats that they've been putting out lately. And one of the ones that I think is really interesting is passing plus minus. And... I'm going to read, just go to, this is free, you can go to footballsiders.com and check this stuff out for yourself in case I don't mention your favorite quarterback. But I'm going to read exactly what it is. But passing plus minus is a stat we annually track to help provide context to completion percentage. Given the location of a quarterback's passes, it compares his completion percentage in each area to historical baselines. The stat does not consider passes listed as thrownaways or tipped at the line, Obviously, that makes sense, too. Or quarterback hit in motion. See, that's good stuff. You know, I mean, don't don't ding a guy's completion percentage because the ball got tipped or he threw it away on purpose or he got blasted as the ball's coming out. So, um, so here's... Oh, okay, real quick. This is a counting stat, so more attempts are obviously a great thing for the purpose of what we're talking about here. And what I mean by that is you're probably going to gain more and more you throw. So some of these guys that throw a lot that didn't show up real well is pretty telling. The guys that throw a lot and they're at the top, it's a bonus. But um, here's a good example of the elite guy. There's somebody that sets a standard. And and think about it for a second, who you think this might be. You might get it right, but it's not as obvious as it sounds. But, for example, the average quarterback would have completed 69.9% of the passes that Drew Brees threw in 2018. So... League average for the, every attempt that Breeze made was about 70%. Breeze completed 74.4% of his passes. That calculates plus the 464 attempts puts Breeze at a plus 39.6. For you guys that watch hockey, it's kind of along those lines, you know, where um, are you above or, be at, or below the average, basically. Um, so now that was the best year, or that was the best this year right, is Breeze at nearly plus 40. So since they've been doing this, (laughs) Breeze has, in the top 10, Phillip Rivers has has the seventh best uh, score in 2013. Peyton Manning has the eighth best score in 2012, as well as the third best score in 2009. But Breeze is the other seven in the top ten. 2011 was his best, and then 2013, 18, 14, 9, 2017, 2016. 
So obviously these haven't been done since the dawn of time. I mean, maybe Bob Greasy would have beat this or something along those lines. But you get the idea. I mean, it, it, Breeze is really the gold standard here. And to take it a step further, of all the dudes they've charted, they also have career plus minus leaders. Where, to no surprise, Breeze stands alone. He's at plus 410. Second place all times, River is at plus 245. So just think about that, the difference there. Again, this is degree of difficulty. Attempts are important. You know, it's a really good way of judging accuracy based on degree of difficulty and volume, really. Peyton Manning is third all time. He's plus 211. They're the only guys over plus 200 for their career. Rodgers is at plus 174, Ryan's at 167, Roethlisberger's at 144, Russell Wilson's at 129, Romo's at 112, Brady's at 108, which seems a little low, uh, Schaub is at 105. And here's some context, the worst ever, <laughs> uh, the worst players by plus minus, again, this is since 2006, 2006. Um, Jamarcus Russell's at minus one uh, minus fifty three, Stanton minus fifty four, Matthew Stafford's also minus fifty four, Cam Newton's minus fifty five, Ryan Fitzpatrick minus sixty three, and the the lower number the worse. So I'm getting worse and worse here as I read these off. Eli Manning minus sixty six. Like you would think these would all be like replacement level dudes, you know, like Russell and Stanton guys like that. But we're talking Stafford, Newton, Manning. Bortles is at minus 90. Mark Sanchez, minus 91. Derek Anderson, minus 98. And who's the least accurate quarterback in the history of all this? Bum, bum, bum. Blaine Gabbert at minus 102.5. Wow. <laughs> I mean, indicates to me that he's making a lot of easy throws or, well, attempting a lot of easy throws and not completing them. You know, not much degree of difficulty and not much accuracy. Really for all those guys, but kind of alarming. I think that's pretty interesting stuff. Um, folks, we are in part brought to you by Grip6 Belts. Um, they're ultra lightweight belts with no holes, no flap. And it's a great Father's Day gift. To go, it's a great Father's Day gift, or even a late Father's Day gift, if you're listening to this on Monday or Tuesday. Um, you can buy me one. There you go. Go to uh, go to Grip Six has a special offer for you at gripsix.com/lock. That's L-O-K-E after our founder David Lock. So check out gripsix.com/lock. All right, we are back and. I wanted to spend a segment talking about the best players at this um, statistic that I think is pretty valuable, and the worst. And this is just 2018. And then a couple little outliers in the middle that I kind of looked at and said, wow, you know, that's a little surprising. So again, throwing the football a lot helps you with this. And we already know Breeze is number one. He's at plus 39.5, which there are... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 quarterbacks with a plus ranking. Tom Brady comes in at exactly zero, not plus, not minus. Um, again, degree of difficulty of throw has something to do with this. 
But Breeze, of all those guys that are plus, was it 20 did I say or 21? He's nine points higher than number two, who's surprising me is Kirk Cousins. He's at plus 30, who's 10 points higher than the third guy. So there's a huge discrepancy from one to two, Breeze to Cousins, and Breeze owns the stat, which, if you think about it, yeah, he should. Plays in a dome, too. I'm not taking anything away from him, but that doesn't hurt. Kirk Cousins also plays in a dome, but in the north. And I will say he's, you know, a high... Threw the ball down the field a fair amount, but he had a lot more attempts. He almost had 100 more attempts than Breeze. 555 attempts. Off the top of my head, I thought Matt Ryan would be kind of the poster boy for this besides Breeze, too. He's third. I mean, so I wasn't far off. Um, he's at point, he's a plus 20. Also a lot of attempts. 582. Um, side note on Ryan. I think he might be... I think that Falcons passing game is going to go crazy this year. I, I, I mean, like for fan, fantasy alert, folks, Atlanta passing game. We'll get to that more as, as the offseason goes along. But I do want to just throw that out there, what's on top of my mind. Russell Wilson, of the guys that doesn't, of the guys that are in the top 11, most of them are high 400s in attempts. You know, a couple guys are in the 500s. Uh, Ryan was the highest in attempts at 582. Cousins was second. But Russell Wilson's below 400 at 385. And think about it. I mean, he's a great deep passer. But they don't throw very often. So I guess that adds up. I mean, he's kind of custom built for this if he could get the more the numbers up a little bit more. Another one along those lines who I don't consider as good a deep a passer as Wilson, but you know he's a big-time favorite of mine, is Carson Wentz. He's at 386, so he's another one that's below 400 attempts. But these are all guys that are in the top 10. You know, Wilson's at plus 19. Deshaun Watson to plus 17. Carr is at plus 17. That one surprised me a little bit because I don't think of him as a high difficulty, a high degree of difficulty passer or a deep passer. But they do take some shots, but not much around them. So maybe that's a nice feather in his cap, to be honest with you. Um, Jared Goff, I, again, I think he sets up things well with play action and drives the ball down the field. He's seventh on this list. I mentioned Wentz, which is pretty impressive that he's eighth after such a small number of throws. Where's Pat Mahomes? You would think he'd be like far and away number one. Well, he's ninth, and it's not like he's short on attempts. He's at 541, as you would think. I mean, pretty high on the list in terms of attempts. Plus 10 overall in this statistic. But a lot of his stuff is after the catch. I mean, how many, yeah, you know, dump it to Kareem Hunt early in the season or hit Tyreek Hill on a bubble screen or you hit Kelsey on a seven-yard pass and then they, all those guys do so much after the catch. That's not taking anything away from Mahomes, but I do think it's noteworthy that a lot of his comes from after the catch. Um, a guy we've talked about a lot is Mariota. He's 13th on this list. Sorry, I skipped a couple there. Rivers at 10. Newton at 11, Fitzpatrick at 12, even though he only threw 236 passes. I mean, you talk about driving the ball down the field and being a ultimate risk taker. Winston's not far behind either. I mean, so my hunch is I would wonder if how the stat would work if you combined Fitzpatrick and Winston last year because talking about no risk it, no biscuit, before Arians was even there, that passing game was highly, highly vertically inclined. 
and he stands out at only 236 attempts. He's right behind Newton, who did miss time too, right ahead of Mariota. Then you got Foles, Prescott, Nick Mullins too. Nick Mullins is a favorite of mine. He, there's a couple of these backups like Jacoby Brissett, Nick Mullins, who I'm really intrigued with if they get a shot somewhere else. But only 242 attempts for Mullins. He too was a positive guy. Um, last one I want to mention before we get to the really bad dudes, and this kind of is bad because if you're highly, you know, if you're throwing the ball a ton, and as I scan this list, I'm not seeing anyone with more attempts than Roethlisberger, 643. He, despite throwing to Juju and AB, Vance McDonald isn't bad either. I mean, he's just barely, he's 19th on this list. And again, this is a volume-based stat. You should be higher than that. You know, I mean, if you're a great accuracy player, and that's something I've been warning people around here, is Ben's accuracy ain't what you think it is. So we'll take another quick break. Again, this will be a quick podcast, but I just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit today. Maybe, you know, as you're doing something on Father's Day, you'll listen, or tomorrow. Um, and we'll come back with some of the guys that aren't all that impressive. We mentioned Ben not being impressive, but he's not at the bottom of the list. I mean, there's 35 guys here listed. And as you would expect, the rookies are all pretty low. I mean, rookies struggle. And, and there actually is a note here. I'm just going to read this one verbatim from the, the, the Football Outsiders dialogue. Baker Mayfield's plus point, 1.9 may not seem all that impression at first blush. But when you compare it to other rookies, it's pretty stellar. Marcus Mariota and Deshaun Watson were plus three and plus point, 2.9, respectively, in their rookie seasons. Nick Mullins wasn't exactly a rookie, but he did have a pretty surprising results as well. Uh, however, it was very smaller sample size, still very good. So, you know, you would think Mayfield would have been higher, but when you compare him to the rookies, like, he, like they say there, that's pretty darn good. I mean, he's got a positive number at 1.5 where these other rookies Lamar Jackson's at minus 6.7 yuck Sam Darnold minus 19 minus 17.9 real yuck although I bet he got better as the season ended up that last month of the season Darnold was pretty sharp um, and then the worst two guys on the list are Josh Allen minus 24.3 which is really bad and Josh Rosen at minus 25.4. They're the worst two quarterbacks on this list by this stat. Um, Allen, <laughs> his accuracy is why I didn't like him a year ago. I mean, when he came out of school, I looked at Allen and thought, you're not accurate. I don't know you're ever going to be accurate. And I'll say he passed the eyeball test as a rookie more than I would think. But it's funny, this time of year with an advanced statistics come out and all these things, which I do believe in or I wouldn't be having this conversation with you, he doesn't show well. I mean, a lot of his big plays are him scrambling. But I think his supporting cast was really bad. Um, again, I like Allen a lot more now than I did one year ago. But I don't want there to be a misconception that all of a sudden we consider him an accurate passer. He isn't. And he does attempt hard ones, don't get me wrong. But that's something to keep an eye on. Don't think you're – I think there's some promise here, don't get me wrong, but I don't think Bill's fans should be like, oh, we're out of the woods, we've got our next Jim Kelly. Like, it's let, – let, let's see, let's see. Rosen, 
you guys know I'm a Rosen apologist, so I'm going to apologize for him, basically. I don't know how anyone was, could have succeeded in that system. And was he good? Absolutely not. Will he be good in Miami? I have no idea. That's going to be an uphill climb, too. Um, but that was by far, and he's part to blame, don't get me wrong, by far the worst offense in the league last year on a per-play basis, on a points basis, just horrible. So um, I, I guess I kind of take that with a grain of salt. I wish he wasn't last. <laughs> Bortles, again, not surprising. He's 33rd on this list. And I think it's noteworthy that Foles is 14. Am I a big Foles believer? Not necessarily. And a lot of you guys get on my case, you're a Jags hater. But there's no doubt that he's a much better player than Bortles. And if you get D-plus quarterbacking that goes up to C-plus quarterbacking, that's going to have a very positive ripple effect. So I think that's noteworthy. Um, Darnold was another one I mentioned. I'm, ta- I'm reading from the bottom up. Rosen was the worst. Allen, Bortles, Darnold. Then Keenum, not surprising. Dalton, I thought Dalton would be a little better. I mean, the Bengals' offense wasn't horrible before. It was pretty good, actually, before he went down. Um, he makes some really bad decisions, and he doesn't like pressure. And there, uh, there's not, I don't love him as a quarterback, that's absolutely for sure. But I'm a little shocked that he's at 30 on this list, although the number of attempts being so low doesn't help his cause. Again, it's a volume-based stat. Lamar Jackson's at 29. Lamar Jackson... <laughs> This is a little... I mean, I know he has set the the league record for quarterback rushing attempts, and I know he wasn't a starter all year. But he only threw the ball 158 times last year? Like, I would have guessed he threw 250. I mean, think about that. He was a starter for at least half the season and saw the field before that. I know he wasn't chucking it all around the field when he would come, you know, substitute in. But he only threw the ball, like, just under 160 times all year. Wow, I I wouldn't have thought that. Um, We mentioned the guys that run the all-time list poorly, and Stafford's on there, and he's 28th again this year. Is he... Do I need to take a step back? And I never thought he was Drew Brees in terms of precision accuracy, but do I need to take a step back and look at him through a little bit different light in terms of his precision passing? Maybe he's... A little worse than I thought. You know, I've never thought Stafford's a great player, but I always thought he was in that 10 to 13 range if I'm doing quarterback lists. And Jim Bob Cooter reeled him in. I mean, I know that there were issues earlier in his career where they didn't want him gunslinging and he'd be hurt a lot and make some dumb throws. And I get that, but I keep thinking that they need to let the slack out a little bit on him and let him, you know, over these last couple of years, I do think the new offense will throw deep a lot, but maybe Stafford is a little more of the problem than the answer. I'm just throwing, I'm just you know thinking out loud here because I mean the guys he's around, the two above him are Flacco and Eli. I think Eli's horrible right now. Alex Smith's right above there. He only had over a little bit over 300 touches. Ryan Tannehill's at 24. Surprisingly, Rodgers is at 23, and Brady's at 22, and Luck is at 21. Now, I wish there was a little more... I love football outsiders, and I quote them all the time. But I wish there was a little more of an explanation there, because to me, Luck, Brady, Rodgers are three of the top 
four or five, eh, three of the top four quarterbacks in the league with Mahomes, really. I mean, if I was rounding up my top ten, they would be there, as they, as I think just about everybody would have them, especially Brady and Rodgers. Um, there is a short paragraph here about Brady that I'm going to read to you, though, too. Tom Brady falling to even on plus-minus surprisingly has a lot of precedent. You know, we, we mentioned before, he wasn't high on this list. Brady's 2015 season was actually in negative territory. The shape of the offense changed entirely with Brandon Cooks gone, and given Rob Gronkowski's retirement and the lack of much of anything settled in the passing game besides Julian Edelman, Brady might find himself right back in this territory again next season. Then again, Brady has never done particularly well by plus-minus anyways. We have data going back to 2006, and Brady barely cracks the top 10 and plus-minus, despite his greatness. I would imagine just because of the way this particular calculation goes, it's because there was, there hasn't been a lot of seasons since Moss where they were really vertically inclined. And they were with the Brandon, as this guy's kind of alluded to here, they were when they went and got Brandon Cooks. They threw deep a lot. But I didn't think he was quite as good at it as he once was. And I think a lot of his stuff is just so mentally strong and the, the uh, accurate and anticipatory acumen that he has. He's beaten the defense before the snap, and he gets it out quick, and they're quick hitters, and he just keeps moving the chains, and he's leads the Patriots offense. It's death by a thousand paper cuts, and it's brilliant. So I think he's kind of an anomaly, and obviously his um, unbelievable career speaks pretty well in his favor. But I do think this is a pretty cool stat, and I think it, it's you know reflective of some accuracy things, some volume things, but it's something I just wanted to share with you on the Father's Day here and figured we'd do a quickie. So that is a wrap. Um, probably the next time you hear from me will be Twitter Tuesday. If something changes in my plan tomorrow, I will line something up, but I'm thinking I'm going to be riding roller coasters and whatnot, which isn't my specialty, by the way. I'm more of a stand there and watch those guys roll, ride roller coasters, dude. Um, and that is a wrap. Over and out, folks. Bye.